irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm a licensed clinical social worker practicing as an intuitive psychotherapist. You can find me online through my website, which is nolatherapy.com, N-O-L-A, the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles, therapy.com. And this is your one-stop shop for everything. I would like to trim down my introduction of myself and my work to get to my guest today. From that website, you can listen to all archived episodes of this show. You can subscribe to uh, YouTube, Google Play, and iTunes. And if you like what you've heard with me being on the air the last year and a half, please support my show through my Patreon campaign. You can donate as little as $1 to $3 a month to keep this show going each week. And there's a link to patreon.com forward slash Lisa Ta here at nolatherapy.com also. So I want to bring on my guest today. This is her fifth or sixth time on the show. Uh, I am so happy to bring on astrologer, clairvoyant, medium, intuitive artist, and my dear friend, Amadeus. Welcome back. Thank you so much. (laughs) You truncated your intro. I did. I'm trying to trim it down since my website's all anyone needs to know. So we have more time to talk. So Amadeus, what... What would you like to talk about today regarding the new moon in Cancer and the Cancerian energy? Where where are we beginning? Well, we're going to begin um, with a deep plumb into the sign of Cancer. You know, I before I come on the show, I I have my ego will, meaning you know myself as Amadeus that thinks about what she wants to talk about, huh. and then I have. <laughs> sort of a higher calling that tells me what I'm going to talk about. And, mm-hmm. um, and I, always, I always submit to that. And for this show, I just um, have really had the inclination to delve into one of the signs more than I usually do on uh, the show. Okay. I usually jump around a bunch of different things, and I'm sure we still will. But I really want to jump into the sign of cancer and what it means and the energy that we're all in right now. Sure. So we're going to start there. So right now we we are in the time of cancer. The sun is in cancer. And yes, we did just have a big super moon in cancer. I believe it was three degrees uh, cancer on June 23rd. And we also have Mars in cancer. And Mm -hmm. Mars is the energy and how we direct our energy in the world, how we assert our action. So all of us are going through our action being in the sign of cancer as a whole. And then we also have Mercury, how we communicate, how we think um, and process our thought in cancer. So there's a lot of cancer energy going on. And this is why I thought we should talk about it because with my clients that I've been having, and I don't know uh, if you've been having the same experience lately, but we're really in a time of feeling of 
mm-hmm. a lot of emotion. You know, cancer is a water sign and it's associated with emotion and feeling and plumbing the depths of how we feel and where our wounds are and how we feel nurtured, cared for, yeah. where we didn't feel nurtured or cared for. But it seems that it's sort of a mass thing. I can see it, you know, sort of in clients and in people's posts. As a collective whole, in the last few weeks, uh, people really are feeling their feelings, which is what this time brings up. Yes. And it sounds kind of trite, and I feel like I'm going to say this a lot today, about feeling our feelings. But so often we don't actually feel our feelings. We distract from them, we talk around them or about them, you know, in, mm-hmm. in an intellectual way, I think. Oftentimes, I'll ask a client, um, I, I'd like for you to check in and let me know how you feel. And they'll often say, well, I think, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and I'm having mm-hmm. to draw them back to, okay, that's great how you, what you're thinking about, but I'd like to know how you feel. And, and it can be hard to really tap into what's going on there, especially if it's something challenging or unpleasant, or if one doesn't have the vocabulary for emotions that are going on inside. Well said about the vocabulary. Yeah, and I thought, I thought about it because both you and I are air signs, and obviously we can talk about our feelings. We can be on a yes. talk show together. Yes, <laughs> and, beautiful. Um, and, I, and I often do fall prey to being very good at uh, thinking my feelings and intellectualizing my feelings, and I don't know if you do as well. Being absolutely, but, yeah. But it's always been the, my cancer friends, specifically, that get me feeling my feelings. They they sort of look at me, or just their presence in my space as I neatly, uh, you know, sum up how I'm feeling because I think this is how I'm feeling, and they sort of look at me <laughs> and you know make me. Uh, come down to my heart center and feel and that's cool so all all of us are going through this right now and um and there's also this this energy of our wounds are calling to us from the depth wanting to be healed Uh, like i said i have a lot of clients going through this there's a lot of sort of emotional detoxing spiritual detoxing a lot of it's showing up physically in our body but right now but it's really coming from old childhood things, old family things, you know, the stuff that we think that we're done with, you know, yes. coming up, you know, like the things that, that, that aren't analogy. fun, the things that aren't fun to talk yeah. about, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but are, are so important, fun. but are so important. Yeah. And so we can really be happy. Yeah, but, yeah, we can, we can. And believe me, we're going to be jumping in the Leo, but you know, right now, <laughs> If, if there was a job, you know, on the on the page for all of us, it's to be okay. And another word I wanted to, you know, say today is with acceptance and surrender, words that, again, get overused and maybe we don't always quite understand. But to accept our feelings is a very, very big part of the process of cancer because I think we all get that we have feelings, that we feel chafed, that we feel disturbed, that we know we have wounds. It, that we can think through things or have a good cry or something, but do we accept these feelings in ourselves? Do we allow them to bubble up, you know, from the bottom, come up to the top to be skimmed off, you know, the surface? 
I and, like that. And, and reveal more clarity. Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about it's funny, I don't know if this will resonate with anybody or just make everyone laugh. But yeah. I've been thinking about the analogies because there's so much of this water energy going on and uh Chiron in Pisces is going to be um going retrograde at the end of the week, which we'll talk about. So yeah, I want to know more, more about water, that later on. Yes. More water stuff, but I've been Thinking about the, you know, we talk about the analogy of, you know, a pebble thrown into, you know, a river or a lake and, you know, the mud coming up, which is sort of what's going on or the things from the bottom. But I've also been thinking about the analogy for this specific time of, you know, making chicken soup, you know, which is a nurturing, cancerian, mothering kind of thing, you know, that we do to nurture ourselves or, you know, maybe a parent did for us to nurture us. And when we make it, you know, when we have different veggies and spices and, you know, you know, maybe a carcass, sorry to all the vegans out there, um, (laughs) you know, um, what we do, you know, often is that after we've cooked this, you know, we, we skim off the fat, we take out the things to make a clear broth. So we, we sort of have brought up everything and, and then cleared, and then we have this broth. And I don't know if that resonates with anybody, but it's sort of, it's sort of that kind of time where if we allow the, the things that we've buried, that we thought we got through, feelings of how we maybe weren't mothered or nurtured the way we wanted to be, um, either through parents or through our own selves, our partners, and we allow ourselves to accept you know, these feelings to come up, then we can clear them. And then we have the clarity and intuition that cancer also brings us, you know, cancer is associated with great intuition and knowingness, you know, almost like a mother's knowingness. And, and to have your intuition and your knowingness functioning well, you need to routinely clear out the gunk, if that makes sense. You know, Amadeus, when you were mentioning the soup, you know, and cooking it down and then straining it, you don't mm-hmm. know this, but last mm-hmm. night when I was researching, I was reading some articles by Patricia Lyles, who runs the Sacred School of Shamanism, and she was talking mm-hmm. about this Cancerian energy being a stew, being a soup with all <laughs> kinds of ingredients that are being cooked down, you know, mm-hmm. so that we can connect to our soul's desires, so that we're urged not to hold on to emotions. We are encouraged to ride the waves of our emotions. And so I think what you're saying is really in alignment with what I was reading as well. And I'm sure for our listeners out there. No, I love that. (laughs) No wonder we were linking up with that. Yeah, I I love that. Uh, That's so cool. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Uh, And the the other thing, you know, with it, it's allowing the things to flow up and, and to be seen and revealed and to accept is also, and I'm sure we all know this about cancer, but I want to remind everybody to allow our emotions, as you said, to flow. You know, again, I think I think we get that we have them. We let one out here or there, so we feel that we're allowing ourselves to be emotional. But it's really in the flow, in the, the flow of allowing things to move through you and out of you and through you and out of you, the ebb and flow, you know, like the tides or whatever image, that we we unstick ourselves, you know, Yes. And we unstick our, our sort of cloying emotions and and get rid of stagnation. And when we do, when we allow our emotions to flow, when we use them as rudders to what 
you know, our heart-centered desires, we get delivered back to our heart. And I think, I think this is the thing that uh, we need to remember during this time, that by clearing our emotions, accepting, you know, the things that we think we have already been through and solved or let go of, by forgiving ourselves, forgiving others for what we might deem as lack of nurture, lack of safety, lack of security, all very big Cancerian words, then when we allow all this to flow, then we get delivered back to our heart centers and we get connected to the authenticity of, you know, who we are and what we really feel. And then from that, we become love and action and we take action from our heart center cleared, you know, cleared of all that debris. I hope that made some sense. It does. And you were saying as well last night when we were, you know, discussing the show a bit about this allows us to live in the present, living in the now. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of in the past or anxious about the future. Right. Yeah. I talk about that a lot. I actually have some notes here. I have all my, you know, all my little notes here (laughs) in front of me. But but yeah, you know, that's another thing that we talk about a lot, you know, how to be in the now. There's shirts. God, I think I was at Target, you know, baby shirts say be here now. But what what does that really mean? You know, we struggle sometimes with what that really means. And one thing I might have mentioned before, but kind of comes up again, and I was, I was ruminating on, is that um, an idea that when we ask questions, when we keep asking questions and we keep trying to figure out, you know, things through our head, we're living in our past. You know, we can only ask a question or, you know, prognosticate out to the future from ideas from our past, if that makes sense. And when we're doing that, constantly questioning ourselves instead of feeling and allowing the feelings, there's a difference between the questions and the answers and allowing feelings, you know? Mm -hmm. And when we do this, when we question and we keep putting our brain in there and trying to ascertain how to move forward and make things better because we figured out something from the past, you know, we're not really here now. And when we feel, we're very much here now, you know? Yeah, that's so true. And it's it's something I will say personally, anybody that knows me is probably laughing. I do struggle with since I love to, you know, (laughs) sleuth and question and think. (laughs) But but all of that's great. But but, you know, it's not necessarily putting me here now. So a good way to be here now and what cancer energy does remind us is, again, that ebb and flow of allowing the cycle of our emotions, you know, like the seasons, like like the tides, like the ocean, you know, not to control how we feel, not to resist how we feel, but to allow the things to come up, whether it's the stew or the chicken soup or the river, allow them to come up from the bottom, you know, come up to the top and dissipate, you know, and then guide us back to our center. Yeah, I've been reading a lot about water, and when I'm here in California, I make it my a point to go to the beach, to the Pacific Ocean, and just it's you know to be like the water. It's it's just always flowing and moving, and if there's a rock, eventually it erodes the rock down or the problem down just by flowing. And um, mm-hmm. it's such a powerful metaphor, you know, and to really to really embody that experience of being the water is. I think a whole nother story. I think it's, it's, you know, so challenging and yet really powerful if, if we go there, if we let ourselves go. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And, and, and again, you know, when I was thinking about this or or whatever, I was being delivered to what to speak about. Um, 
you know, again, I think we all know that image of the water and let it flow, but, but we really, we really do ourselves a service during this particular time right now to really pay attention to it. I mean, to honestly go to the ocean or listen to water, uh, things if you don't, you know, uh, music, you know, of waterfalls or take a bath or a shower, you know, a very simple way that I think we, most of us know, but how often do we actually do it, you know, to clear the energy, to get, to get the emotions flowing. If you're, you're feeling stuck is to take an Epsom salt bath, you know, mm-hmm. to, to just sit in a bath. You, you can put in some geranium oil or lavender or something if you want to, you know, bring a calming energy, but to actually do that, to actually self food and self-nurture, which are other themes, you know, that come from this energy, you know, how, how are we feeling nurtured? Are we feeling nurtured? Are we nurturing ourselves? You know, are we mothering ourselves? Are we, are we showing up to not only nurture others in our, in our career world, in our home world as mothers, as, you know, fathers, you know, nurturing, but are we nurturing ourselves? And one of the simplest things to bring all these energies together and to self-nurture is to take a bath. Um, yeah. My mother's, if my mother's listening, she always says she doesn't like baths, but I would tell her to take one. <laughs> anyway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, maybe yeah. soak her feet, you know, and in some Epsom salt. But these simple, simple things, you know, I getting like a massage. Yes. If someone doesn't like baths, I, I, I suggest to clients to take Epsom salt baths all the time because that's a part of my mm-hmm. self-care. And so often a client's mm-hmm. like, oh, I hate baths. So now I'm going to suggest mm-hmm. yeah, soaking your feet in Epsom salt. That's awesome and feels great. It, it actually really does. Brings out toxins. And that simple that's a good act, idea. you know, it's, that simple act of doing something that simple, which I think we all scoff at, or maybe we don't all, but I think often I even do. I give out the advice. And then if you said to me, Amadeus, how many times have you soaked your feet lately? <laughs> you know? I, right. I don't even remember. The well, you're probably taking baths instead. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Constant argument of nurturing between my mother and myself. Yes. She pulls oh, out gosh. every home. Every home she goes to, she pulls out the bathtub and puts in a shower. But she's a Scorpio, so I don't know. She she knows what she's doing in her water realm. Yes. But but, but a simple act of self-nurture, you know, um, really goes a long way to remind your consciousness to allow yourself to be nurtured. If you're not perceptively getting it in your present at, that you feel at the moment, or if you're suffering, you know, from from feeling like, as I said, the wounds of your past, you know, a lot of people right now may be having some kind of, you know, emotive type conversations with partners or people they work closely with and might find themselves actually realizing that midway through the conversation, they're not even talking to their partner. They're talking to their mother, you know, yeah. <laughs> really, you know, yeah, and, and that things need need to be healed. But again, and I, I know I, I knew I was going to be very repetitive in this program, but again, okay. the acceptance of this, you know, accepting, accepting, especially when we're adults, I think that we feel that if we've, you know, been to therapy or we know our issues and we've gone over them and we've processed them, we've, you know, graduated from them to find them gnawing at us again to, to you know, wake up from a bad dream to have an interaction with someone that brings up those uh, sort of ugly feelings again, it feels disturbing. It feels almost like failure. And, and the energy right now is, is not to think of any emotion or wound coming up as failure, but to think of it as an opportunity 
um, you know, to let more light in. The deeper you plumb down, you know, yes. the more that you can let in the light. So it's a good time right now to have deep talks with people. You know, cancer also needs to connect, needs to have deep intimacy. Mm -hmm. um, Cancerian friends are friends that understand if you say, I'm feeling so much, I don't feel safe. Every cancer friend I've ever had, even if they don't believe in astrology, if, you know, they understand the, the idea of safety. I don't feel safe. And, and, right. and just the feeling of it, not needing to intellectually process all the reasons why, not needing to be talked out of why that's not true. You know, a cancer friend generally, uh, will not try to talk you out of your feelings. You know, well, that's not logical. You're absolutely safe, you know, well, <laughs> because yeah. of this, this, and this. It, it holds you, that cancer energy holds you in the understanding of, of feeling that. And so because of this, having deep talks right now that are maybe perhaps about wounds or difficult subjects or nurturing or safety or security are important now and can clear things. You know, I, I accidentally stumbled into having one uh, with my mom the other, uh, I think it was a week ago. Okay. And I realized before the show, uh, you know, we can, we can talk deeply. We have a lot of water, both of us, but, yeah. but I, I brought up a wound that I'm sort of embarrassed about from my past that I didn't think was a wound because that's how I used to deal with things. You know, I'm fine. Um, and then mm -hmm. I figured out it was a wound from my childhood and then, you know, I've dealt with it, but I spoke of it again. And I, I remember feeling, she doesn't know this, but I remember feeling embarrassed that I was speaking about it again, you know, geez, you know, but I did. Yourself. And because, yeah, it was, even though I know not to, but I was, you know, and I was judging myself and, but because I allowed it, I just accepted it. And, and, and if it seemed messy or that I should be over this by now, I brought it up. And because of it, I really did, in such a cliche fashion, get into my heart center and um, have taken an action that is so healing. No one, I, I, I will announce it later. No one knows about this action. Yeah, I think I told. Them. But, but it, you know, by allowing myself to accept this wound coming yes. up again, speaking about it, even with my mother, um, mm -hmm. you know, I it put me back, and I took action that I I've never been able to take. So. That's beautiful. I encourage everyone awesome, Amadeus. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I'm saying it's just to encourage everyone to have those discussions and, and to let the warts, you know, show if you, you know, because they're really not warts. They're just, they're just guideposts to things that, like you said, like those stones that want to be, you know, flowing and um, just deliver and, you back to yourself. Likewise, today is Thursday, this past Tuesday, a couple days ago, something came up for me in my relationship with my dad that I didn't realize, like you were talking about issues, they do come back up, even when they've been processed, addressed, you know, mm -hmm. as we move to higher levels of consciousness and awareness, or even, you know, move to a new location or in a new relationship or, or overhear a conversation in public, it can bring up something that we thought was resolved. And there's a new aspect or a new facet of that, um, that that's brought to our awareness. And that happened for me with something regarding my dad. So I just sent him an email and I haven't heard back yet, but, um, you know, something that, that I realize is still wounding that, I hadn't mm -hmm. quite addressed in the way that I did the other day. And, and I hope it, it goes well that we can converse about it. But it was healing for me to be able to, to say it very clearly and articulately, you know, without 
um, anger or, you know, just like, hey, this is something mm-hmm. I need to clear up with you because I notice it's impeding my life. And I know you mentioned Chiron. Right. I've been working on a book related to Chiron to identify our source wounding and why we repeat mm-hmm. certain patterns depending where Chiron is in our chart. So I'm not writing it as an astrologer to expand on that, but as a psychotherapist to help us heal our wounds. So I felt like for me, especially in writing this book, that I want to take those moments as life is presenting them to clear things up with people. You know, knowing we're only responsible for our part. We don't know how someone will receive us, but, you know, I believe in, in it's clearing you know, energy clearing consciousness for all to take responsibility and, and try to have these conversations. And it sounds like that's in alignment with this Cancerian energy also is what I hear you saying. Absolutely. And I, and I, because Mercury is in cancer and Mars is in cancer along with, you know, uh, cancer, uh, super, you know, moon and we're in the sun sign, you know, cancer time, there's just so much of the processing in the water realms right now, you know, more than usual. And yeah, let's, let's, let's delve into Chiron. So Chiron, you know, the, the, and I know you've been working um, on a book and that's wonderful about it the, and using it in your work. I think it's fabulous. Thank you. Um, Chiron's been in Pisces and that's another water sign of, for quite a while. And Chiron is where our wounds are and how we work with them and, you know, how we heal ourselves and often is how we can go out and heal in the world because we, you know, mm-hmm. heal or heal thyself. Yes. And this, at the end of the week, Chiron, this is a big thing, uh, I think, uh, right now going on. And Chiron is going retrograde on, I think it's the 30th or the 1st, depending where you live. And it's so what does that mean? Retrograde and what that means is that all that work, I mean, Pisces is already, you know, Pisces is already out in the ether, uh, you know, in the oneness, in the ineffable realms, you know, we're healing out in our dream state, in our, in our, you know, subconscious and in all the hidden places. So when it goes retrograde, it plums even deeper because if you can think of that energy sort of being outer in the ocean somewhat, now it's going within. It's almost like taking the ocean within and so when it goes retrograde we really 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 plumb into the mm-hmm. depth of where our wounds are and we have the opportunity to do major healing work now again sometimes when i say these things on the show and we live in los angeles you know everybody runs around major healing work major healing worker we're healing <laughs> you know? yeah and I, and I feel like I feel like, you know, no, nobody listens anymore because there's not a lot of meaning to it. Uh, but I really want to stress that this is a really, really amazing time to heal some really deep stuff. It is. I mean, going way back to your subconscious, to things you don't remember but feel. I mean, I feel like we all have things that we bring with us and depending on your religion or your background or your psychology, how we interpret that, whether that's a past life or whatever way we interpret it. I think we all know we carry certain things. You know, I, I fear abandonment. I fear being seen. I fear, you know, I fear connecting or whatever it may be, you know, and in these things right now, we have an ability to really deeply heal them. And, and as we each like points of light, points of love, go within and heal ourselves, we're consciously bringing the entire planet up to a higher healing level. Yes. So, so you can even think of it as a humanitarian thing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to work I love that, and allow 
thank you, to allow this work to go through you. And Pisces is at what we call the master degree, uh, where it's going retrograde at 29 degrees. 29, yes. So why that's so important is that it really is just a super, uh, super amped up ability to clear and heal major core wounds and family wounds. So for instance, if you wake up, I did, I don't remember now, like with a dream about your family or or somebody from your past or uh, some, somebody who died or something that happened to you, you know, uh, uh, something that happened to you when you were two that affected you or just anything that comes into your consciousness, you can heal these on an exponential level right now. You know, we're all learning to be master healers. And if there was a, a souped up course in it right now, from yeah. now till December, it's a really amazing time to be in a souped up healing course. That's great you know, to personally. Know. Okay, great. Um, yeah. So I would encourage everybody to think of it that way, that the deeper you go down into those depths, the more light that comes in, you know, the light enters the wound or the crack, depending on if you're talking about, you know, Leonard Cohen or Rumi or whoever, you know, mm-hmm. you go down deeper and that's where the light comes in. And so plumbing now into those things, you know, those places, um, really it, it could all move all of us individually and collectively to a, a deep level of healing. And bringing about a lot of what we all, I think, are seeking an unconditional love, you know, coming from that place by letting go of, you know, things that we've been trying to let go of. Now, I want to I want to talk about that for a second. The, sure. the idea of trying and forcing and again, things of trying to put a big action on healing. This is more about about, again, allowing yourself to sort of float down and submerge and allowing things to bubble up. There's a very big difference between trying to fix your wounds and, and allowing. Allowing. Yes. So that, that's really, really what's going on here, you know, to allow. Again, I said I, I thought of the word surrender. What does that mean? Surrender isn't, isn't giving up. Surrender is, is an empowered turning over you know. is a turning over okay. by by mm-hmm. choice in in a positive mm-hmm. way in an affirming life affirming way mm-hmm. to oneself right there's no there's no need to fix your wound to manipulate your wound to push yourself to get over your wound but to allow it almost like thinking of breathing every breath you take in you're healing you're inhaling light you're exhaling love you're inhaling light you're exhaling love you know, and, and, and each inner and outer cycle of that is, is allowing the flow of those things to be healed. So um, Amadeus, can I, I jump in and share something that, yes. that again, you don't know? So I, I, I'd use a planner, a daily planner that's a paper planner, and I write affirmations that either come to my mind in meditation or that I've pulled from other sources. So what I've been putting from week to week the last couple of weeks is an affirmation saying mm-hmm. that every breath I take is life healing me. So hmm. that's love so it. cool. You just said that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it when we connect up like that. That's what this is yeah. all about. You know, again, you know, this concept of individually, you know, nurturing individually, uh, healing, you know, and yet we're all one and that, that, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, shows that so much you know um thank you for sharing that (laughs) you're welcome um at this point i'm looking at the time i wanted to say that when you asked me um you know what date uh, this was a long time ago i don't even remember uh for a show the next time i'd be on the show and i picked this date 
Um, I, there was a reason why. This date is the anniversary, uh, the birthday anniversary of a very special soul friend of mine, an ex of mine, um, named Cece, who, whose birthday is today, who committed suicide um, seven years ago, right before her birthday. And I know, I know that sounds like a really deep topic, and it is, but I feel, I feel like the show should be dedicated to her because she is. was the first. <laughs> she was the first person who uh, brought the realm of astrology to me because when I met her, she said, "I'm a Cancer," and I didn't have any idea what that meant. And yeah. why I got into music because I'm a songwriter as well, and and also because that all of this healing energy, all of this stuff that's been going on for the last. Uh, basically around 2010 I've been on the show so many times talking about the Cardinal Cross and Cancer and Aries, Libra, Capricorn people leaving the planet on the solstice which I might pop into there in a minute Um, and and just a lot of major major healing energy and people leaving for me this whole idea started when uh, she chose to leave the planet seven years ago okay and and the energy of being in different realms and healing and feeling um and expressing your feelings for me personally has a lot to do with her so i wanted i wanted to just share that and i wanted uh to uh, hear your thoughts on on this as a therapist on healing emotions uh choosing in one's life yeah, well, I think it's beautiful so, that you brought this up. And thank you for sharing that memory with me and our listening audience. I definitely have felt her presence with me as we've been talking, as you shared that with me just yesterday, and um, that she introduced you to astrology and then then chose to take her own life. And I had shared with you yesterday that I've had two clients take their lives in the last year and a half, and it's profoundly affected me as one of these clients I have known most of my entire life. And um, and the, the young woman was a college student who I didn't have the opportunity to work with very long. In fact, it was one session and I sensed that she was going to kill herself. And I went through various channels trying to reach people to let them know. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was too late. And, um, and so that's caused me to really think about... Um, you know, suicide and what, what it's like, certainly for the people that, that remain, you know, there's often yeah. <laughs> obviously the stages of grief that everyone knows, anger and depression and bargaining and, and such until one gets to acceptance. Thinking about it from the perspective of the individual that chooses to take their life, I think, and it's different for everyone, but I think for some individuals that, that make that choice that might not feel like a choice in the moment because they are experiencing such tremendous pain often um, that I think it allows them to really be free and be where they need mm-hmm. to be. And so I, mm-hmm. I see suicide now as, as painful and hard and challenging as it is for those of us that are still living on this earth plane. I think it really allows that suffering individual to be at peace and to be where they need to be, to be released from whatever, you know, was going on here for them. So um, I don't know. I've, I've, I wonder what you think about that. I, yeah. I love that. We didn't talk about this prior um, because I, I obviously went through a lot, you know, losing someone close on all those same issues, you know, and um, I love what you said. 
And, you know, when, when this happened for me, I got a lot of people, uh, you know, saying, I'm sure you're angry or how dare she. And I thought that was an interesting response, um, you know, that I was supposed to be angry. Not that not that that's not a valid emotion, but 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 literally people that didn't know her, you know, <laughs> saying I should be angry. Yeah. You know, how she could she do that to me? And I never, ever felt that way. You know, how mm-hmm. could, that's just not the way I, I'm made to think that somebody's choice about their own beingness, you know, has something to do with, you know, me, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, it's a very, very controversial subject. I don't know if people are, you know, how people feel about us talking about it. But again, during this time of the things that we bury and we don't talk about, I think it's important to talk about it because, you know, depending again on religion, on where you stand, on, on how you're raised, on, 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 you know, what your sense of beingness and physicality is, you know, different through different times, it's been a criminal act, you know, in most countries, which is interesting. And, and, you know, and yet, you know, David Hume in Scotland, you know, published something in the 1700s saying it was okay, you know? Mm. So, um, personally, personally, I don't, I don't feel that I personally have a right to say anything about whether somebody's in their physical carriage yes. or not anymore. Right. Now, I work in, I, I do work in the realm of, you know, people that are on, you know, have passed over. I, I yeah. talk to dead people. That's my career. So maybe I'm a little more predisposed to being open to it. I certainly communicate with Cece as much as I did when she was here. Oh, yeah. Um, I really do. But, but, you know, obviously stages of grief are very different, you know, in terms of, you know, what I might feel about people's permissions. But, you know, it's, it's, it's it's an interesting topic because I don't want to talk about that it's right or wrong because like I said I I think it's a personal thing I think somebody's personal carriage is, is their own personal carriage and I think it's personal fears and that we all have that bring us into having you know some kind of censure on what somebody does you know our own feelings of loss or our own fears about our own self annihilation right you know or mortality but um. But beyond that, it on the flip side of it for the show, it does speak in a in a larger manner to why it's important, you know, to have places where we can feel nurtured, where we can allow ourselves to express and feel and and, and let our emotive stuff come up and not get buried and stagnant, you know. And yeah. and, and really weigh and weigh us down to a place where perhaps maybe we don't want to be here, whether that's right or wrong. It, it makes sense very much on my days. And I think more people than than we might know have experienced the the feelings of not wanting to be here, of wanting things to be over, to actually wanting to take their life mm-hmm. because things do become so dark. And I know right before coming mm-hmm. on the show, I had shared with you that in 2014, I went through an experience where I felt very suicidal because I was very confused about what had happened to me. I had thought I was drugged and found I was found unconscious and hit in the head and robbed. And, and I'm not sure exactly what happened, but it left me very debilitated. And I, I did have a concussion after I got a brain scan. And, and so just recovering from, you know, one's mind not functioning properly 
was just so disorienting since I am a high functioning person and I, I felt like I couldn't make it through. So I self published. It's, it's a, a booklet. Um, called Surrender, a Psycho Spiritual Guide to Treating Anxiety and Depression. And it's not very, honestly, it's not very well written. It's basically a large journal entry outlining a visualization technique to help with mm-hmm. feeling feelings of suicide and depression and debilitating anxiety because they often go hand in hand, alternating mm-hmm. between anxiety about the future and depression about the past. And so right. that for me is what got me through because I didn't believe that for me taking my life was the answer. I I love healing Mm -hmm. and helping people heal. I felt like I just hit a wall personally that I never Mm -hmm. expected to hit. And so I have a lot of empathy for people that do experience suicidal feelings, ideations, or have even made attempts. Mm -hmm. I didn't make any attempts. I just, you know, knew there there has to be a way so I can help other people get through this too. And and then after that is when I worked with the two individuals professionally that did kill themselves right. and um you know and have to face like I, I i don't know if you did with your ex mm-hmm. you know your love mm-hmm. and and dear friend like wondering what one could have done or especially being a therapist mm-hmm. i know in my head you know even the week that he killed himself i i thought to text him you know he just popped up in mm-hmm. my head after a couple of years and i didn't and um you know wondering what if i did but again i really mm-hmm believe for this individual as he's come back to me now in spirit that he is in peace and he is where he needs to be Mm -hmm. with his girlfriend that took her life and how painful that was Mm -hmm. for him to be without her Mm -hmm. in this life so right i'm just i'm just offering all that out yeah wow i didn't know that i didn't know uh about even the title surrender and all that and and yes it did it did make me and it, it it probably always will be something that comes up you know what the what if you know, but, but I, again, not to sound, you know, trite or too simplistic, but those what ifs and the, and those queries that this experience has brought to me have, have actually helped me a lot. You know, I feel, I feel helped in them because I've had to really look at things that I don't think I really would have looked at. And, mm-hmm. you know, my own places, my own places of wanting to not exist, you know, and, and, yeah. and allowing, That's well said. allowing that feeling. You know, and I think it's really important whether, you know, there's a hotline or there's people you reach out to. I feel it's I've been in this discussion actually uh, recently with, with some people close to me. And I think it's really important that we allow a language that allows us to say that, you know, I think there's yes. such a fear about saying I feel like I don't want to exist. These feelings make me feel you know, like I want to annihilate myself. I mean, those are very dark sounding things that I think people, you know, obviously we inebriate, we drug, we submerge, we, whatever we do. But, but I feel if we, if we could allow more of this, this language, you know, an acceptance of it, it wouldn't drown us so much. Right. And I think a lot of times, Amadeus, someone saying that just needs a hug. They just need a hug and to be told, I love you. (laughs) And I'm here for you. Right. A lot of times clients say, I don't know what to do or say when someone's sad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you don't need to do anything. Just maybe give them a hug. Would you like a hug? <laughs> you know, I hear you. Right. That sucks. You know, that sounds so hard. Right. Just empathize. To You don't have to come up with yeah. people's solutions. I think oftentimes yeah. people just want to be held. Just be seen, be heard. 
I absolutely agree. It's so funny. I laughed because I have circled here. You know, if you want a hug, give one. If you're not getting it, and give a hug during the season. I literally have. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That is is the key of cancer. Like I said, going way back, you know, uh, the cancer friends, they, they'll give the hug. They don't, they don't try to talk you out of your feelings, you know? Mm -hmm. And, And I think so often we need, Exactly. To just be witnessed in our emotion and then it can bubble to the surface and it can dissipate, you know, and clarity yes. comes back, whatever that looks like. So I just want to encourage everybody out there to to find some place, you know, somewhere that you feel safe to allow the things that you're not supposed to say out loud that forgive yourself for feeling things you thought that you healed, you know, you know, just allow these things to come up, whether you say them or do you, you do a self nurture ritual for yourself, write them down, you know, um, because we're all in it. We're all, like you said, we all go through some feelings like this in some manner. So, um, yeah, every human being, no matter how happy they look, there is a dark night of the soul that happens you know, through through loss, through grief, through whatever it is, judgment, uh, making making mistakes. So to you mm-hmm. know to reach out, to speak about it, to to be fearless and state your truth, and be heard, and find that individual who you know wants to hear what's going on with you. Right. And if right. not, reach out so to a that- therapist, reach out to a healer, you know, like if a friend, if there's anyone listening that has a friend in a situation where it is very serious, you know, def- definitely mm-hmm. to reach out to a, a healing practitioner to help either yourself mm-hmm. or your loved one that, you know, you know, so you're not right. in this by- alone or by yourself and overwhelmed. Right. I, I know that was another word, you know, that the emotional cycles, you know, if we, we hold them down can feel very overwhelming. So I think that we don't always allow it. And, you know, to anybody out there, you know, that, that, that needs some help in some way, whether, you know, feelings, if you feel like you don't have somebody, you're not feeling nurtured, you know, seriously, start with a bath, put your feet in some water, you know, yeah, drink I love some that. good water. Get a massage. If you don't have enough money for a massage, go get your hands massaged somewhere, you know, or your feet. Um, emotional feedback, you know, body talk, tapping, these kinds of uh, therapies can help if, you know, if you are having trouble with some of your feelings, you know, coming up or no one to talk to. Breathing exercises, waterfalls, the ocean, do some jumping jacks, move your energy, you know. Um, yes. And, and, and remind and remind friends that you feel might be in trouble, you know, these things too, even if there's no talk going on, you know, just. Yeah, I'm a big um, fan as well, Amadeus, of having, you know, individuals, my clients or myself, jot down things, journal things, and then burn it in the kitchen sink. Things that you mm-hmm, both want yep. to release into the universe. You want to release them. You want them to leave your life. And then things you want to call in to your life to mm-hmm. burn those also. And, you know, even using incense. And then last night as well on the Sacred School of Shamanism uh, site, Patricia Lyles suggested either even breathing your intentions into a glass of water and setting it out Mm. in the sun to fill with light and energy and then spraying it, you know, in your home, drinking it. I had never even thought of that. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, that's a wonderful, wonderful image, especially for right now. I think that's great. Everybody should do that that if it appeals and i i just want to say one more sentence i feel like sometimes this is helpful even for myself 
you know, I think, again, not only do we bury or think we solve things, but I feel like we sometimes feel there's an end point to our emotions, as if we're going to feel a whole bunch of stuff, and then there's an end point, you know? We're so, we're so goal-directed. This is, this is not about being goal-directed to feel your feelings. There's no end point. There's no destination. Again, just the, the idea of the flow is really, really a very healing thing right now for everybody. But, and Amadeus, I really appreciate you sharing the story about your love, who today's show is in honor of, and that we went deep into those, you know, very difficult feelings to talk mm-hmm. about. And I feel that here. So is there a way we can kind of uh, like lift from this place just to let everyone know that, you know, this it's important to go to these places so you can clear out emotion to feel more happiness and joy and connection with yourself and with others. So I'm just curious how you'd like to end such a special show. Oh, I love, I love that. Yeah. So we went, we plumbed some things and, and now, and now they're out in the ether, but yeah, I actually, I feel I, I I'm going to end. I, I don't know if I have a minute here, but by saying that no, you have two minutes, I, find this, I have two minutes. Yay. Okay. Well, I'm talking about this, uh, and recently that I feel this particular plumbing time of cancer is actually coming with a really beautiful um, ability to step just outside of complete overwhelmment of feelings. And I feel everyone around me is, is basically able to observe their feelings a little better, have them come up. And then, and then, like I said, take a little more love and action. I, I'm feeling good about every, everything and everyone around. So I just say that, yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of good, coming from the heart action that, that people around are doing. And, um, and I do like right action, like right action and mm-hmm. getting things straight. And I feel that too in the air, just a sense of, I don't mm-hmm. know, community and pulling together and kindness. Yeah. Just yeah. it feels even softer yep. here in LA as I just arrived a couple yep. of days ago from New Orleans and something as I jog around my neighborhood and even go to my gym, which can be really crowded. There's like a softness in the air that I'm noticing. Right. I'd actually say we should all congratulate ourselves. Really, I see it. I see Yay. It. Yes. that that everybody is really kind of, you know, lighting their own little light. And I see a collective. I do. We're feeling things. There's a lot of stuff going on, but we're all collectively. I feel it moving forward with some more love going out. I really do. We are. Amadeus, I love you so much. Thank you for being on the show Thank again. I and I want to so book to have you come back at the end of the year, I'm thinking, to have I would love to, to talk about some other cool topic. I would love to. As always, thank you so much for having me. And thanks for sharing your stuff, too. You're welcome, Amadeus. And I'll speak with you okay. soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. That concludes today's show. Please join me next week as I bring you another guest. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. Bye-bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.